Welcome to Hidden Secrets to Health with Christina Cole. When you realize that each and every lifestyle choice you make generally has a direct effect on your health, wouldn't you want to influence that outcome? On this program, you'll learn how to uncover the secrets that your body tells you and learn how even small lifestyle changes can mean big rewards with your health. And now, here's your host, Christina Cole. Hi, and welcome to the show. This is Christina Cole, your host. I'm a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner and certified health coach. And I started doing the Hidden Secrets to Health because of my own personal journey and learning and uncovering a lot of healing modalities and opportunities that I just wasn't aware of from my upbringing or from Western practitioners. And I think it's really revolutionary. And I'm really encouraged to see how many more people are starting to find these different modalities, how many practitioners are joining this this movement, how many Western practitioners are joining this movement. And so today I thought I would switch things up a little bit. And instead of interviewing someone else, I'm somewhat going to be interviewing myself because my own journey um, is unique, as everyone says. And it doesn't have a catalyst like a lot of stories I think you hear. I didn't have um, a huge medical situation. I didn't um, have a critical or or chronic um, diagnosis of any type. It was really just coming in tune with my own self, my own body, and wanting to have more options and more answers. So a little bit about my history. Um, I grew up very athletic. I think I spent as much time outside as I possibly could. Probably the better part of 80% of my childhood was outside. Um, Although I lived in San Diego for 30 years, I now live in Northern California. But as a child, I I moved a lot. Um, I spent my first 10 years in Missouri, in the Kansas City area. And five of those years, I actually lived on what you would call a farmette with um, larger farms all around. And so probably from four to 10, I didn't have like direct neighbors. I had farmland and I absolutely love and cherish that, um, that opportunity to just be in nature as much as I was. And I really... Um, exercised a lot. I was, you know, going on these massive walks through these different fields and climbing trees and being really athletic. And so that really allowed me to eat kind of whatever I wanted to, to a large degree through my teenage years. I um, had a lot of fresh food. We had a big garden and, and I had a lot of fresh food, but I also had a lot of the standard American diet type foods as well. Um, you know, I would pair Doritos with a banana and figure that was a pretty good meal. And it wasn't until I hit my 30s that I wasn't able to get away with the same uh, modality. I couldn't just exercise and lose weight. I couldn't um, handle some of the stresses that were in my life. And I had a really um, difficult relationship that I ended and the stress from that relationship is kind of a catalyst of what happened to me health-wise. I lost a lot of weight and I wasn't 
large to begin with. I was really probably in the best shape of my life. And, um, and then the stress I chose to not eat, I was too nervous to eat. I was too, you know, excitable. And so I lost weight. And then when I, um, sort of came on the other side of that relationship and started getting healthy and, and, um, emotionally healthy, that's when I really started having problems with my body. And I was really upset about it because I thought, oh my gosh, like I was in this terrible relationship and I was in phenomenal shape. And now I'm in a positive relationship. I'm in a positive place in my life and I've got all this bloating and I'm putting on weight and I can't get rid of it. And none of my tricks are working anymore. Like you can't just go work out and I'm getting better. And so, you know, I thought I was having healthy food. I was really, you know, I was having pasta with lots of vegetables and chicken. And I was also having beer and I was also having wine and I was also having cheese. And I didn't really realize that those breads and cheeses were, and the pastas were really a large part of what was contributing to what was happening to me. But the catalyst was that stress. I had so much stress for a period of time um, and I didn't treat my body well because I wasn't nourishing it. I wasn't um, dealing with the stress in, the, in a positive way that it started basically leaky gut or intestinal permeability. And then when I went back to sort of eating my, my regular foods that I thought were mostly healthy, I was having that intestinal permeability where the inflammation was increasing in my gut and I was not um, processing my food. I was becoming malnourished. And then I got so frustrated. So I went to the doctor and I went to my nurse practitioner and I left her. She was wonderful. But her response to me was really all she had in her own arsenal, which was I was just getting older and this is what happens. And um, that was it. That was going to be the whole thing. And she said, here's some medication for the allergies that you have chronically. And, um, you know, if you just exercise and watch what you eat, then, then you'll be fine. But, you know, this is just how it is. This is what happens. And I just was so disappointed with that answer. I just thought this can't be it. Like this can't be the way things go for the rest of my life. Like, what are you talking about? And so I kind of started my own journey. And at this point in time, um, I didn't know about health coaching. I didn't know anything about functional medicine. I'd never even really heard the term leaky gut before. And my my nurse practitioner, she didn't say anything about leaky gut. She didn't say that was what was going on. It was um, going to a naturopath. And she said, well, you know, you have these allergies because that's a way of your body telling you things aren't working right. And you probably have leaky gut. Let's do some tests and see what's going on. And so I did that, but that was sort of the beginning and the end of my relationship with her. Like it was just, here's leaky gut. Don't have any gluten. Don't have any wheat. Um, don't have any um, dairy for the next six months and, and um, you'll be fine. And so it did make a big difference. And I do think that that was a pivotal path for me. That was the beginning of me not accepting just a traditional answer and deciding that I was going to try to find other, other answers. 
So I did what most kids growing up in the 70s and 80s did. I went to the I went to the bookstore and I went to the library and I started looking for information on leaky gut and um, gluten intolerance and and the difference between celiac and what gluten intolerance was. And I kind of started healing myself in that way. I did lose the weight that I wanted to lose. And I think that's sort of not the right word because it was really less the puffiness. I didn't, my weight didn't change significantly, but my shape changed a lot. And so I kind of went on having like my traditional um, lifestyle and enjoying life and stuff, but still having something not quite right in my body. And it wasn't until after having two kids and having some postpartum depression and having moved from San Diego to Northern California and not really having the same network of friendships and community that I had, um, I started seeking other options. And that's when I found the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. And I'd seen the, the courses probably a year before I actually signed up. And I started, um, I took out like an online course that they had that was just like a sampler. And I just thought, this is what I've been looking for. This is the kind of information that I really want. And so I took the course for myself. I took the course to learn these different modalities and all the different things that come into play when it comes to our health, because we operate a lot from, a, from our subconscious. 95% of the things that we do on a daily basis are sort of on autopilot. And the way we react to things is on autopilot. And so no matter how much you change your diet, if you don't change your routine, if you don't change the thought processes that sort of cycle around in our brains that really start developing from the from our childhood, then you know all the dietary changes in the world may not change what's happening in your body because the power of our thoughts are so impactful. And so I went through IIN and I learned about the importance of, you know, your spirituality and how you need to um, address that in whatever way is appropriate for you and how mindset is really important and how emotional health is really important. And I personally knew emotional health was important because of my own uh, difficult relationship and how much it did impact how I felt about myself how I felt about uh, my future prospects, how I felt about my intelligence. Um, it really was a powerful experience because I've come through the other side. I didn't stay in it. I um, went through it and I'm grateful for the experience. Uh, not at the time, obviously, but I am, ex I am grateful for it now because it's, um, I have a lot of empathy for other people going through the same type of thing, but I also know myself in a much deeper way. I really needed to find strength within myself and belief within myself that I wasn't going to get from an outside source. And that's something that I've learned even more um, since having children and going through um, IIN, going through functional diagnostic nutrition, the courses I've taken through the School of Applied Functional Medicine, a lot of things end up coming back to our mindset and repeat patterns that we do and learning how to make those changes. So the lifestyle changes 
um, they are diet that is rest, exercise, stress reduction, supplementation where needed, but it's also your mindset and the stories that you tell yourself and what's going on um, mentally and emotionally. And so I learned a lot of that information at IIN and I was halfway through the course when I really wanted to dive deeper. I wanted to see more of what was happening inside the body. So I didn't want to just address sort of these more superficial areas to me. And and my background is in um, financial services. It's in doing a lot of research. It is um, compliance. And I went on and have done healthcare compliance. And so there's a lot of research involved with that level of um, corporate career. And so I really ended up funneling that into learning about how the body works and how the brain works. And so I started the School of Applied Functional Medicine. And the stuff that I started learning from functional medicine was just blow your hair back. Just couldn't, I couldn't even believe the, some of the things that I was learning. And I just thought, how, how does everyone not know this? How is this not being practiced across the board in all medical practices? Because it was no longer compartmentalizing our body. It was really looking at the whole body in a holistic manner that I found so enlightening because, you know, if, if it, it is cyclical, and one of the things that I kind of want to take you through today is what we call the dress protocol in FDN. And it is because there are so many different things that impact and they all impact each other. So if you have um, a lot of stress in your life and you're internalizing it, then you're not able to digest your food properly. And when you don't digest your food properly, then that starts to lead to toxic overloads. That starts to lead to um, gut dysbiosis, leaky gut. It has all these different names, but it means the same thing, intestinal permeability. It's when the villi in your intestines, in your small intestines, have one of two things, and usually both, happening. And that's where you have gaps where larger food particles get through. And then you have where some of them are frozen and then you can't get the small particles that need to go through. So you have malabsorption, you have malnutrition, you have food particles that are too big getting through. And then when it's in your bloodstream, um, the fire alarm goes off and the cleanup crew comes out and that creates inflammation. That's what that's what's happening. That's their job is to try to protect the body. And large food particles don't look like food, doesn't look like nutrients, it looks like an invader. And so they, you know, that's when you get this inflammation. And that's what I experienced. And um, I remember crying <laughs> to my now husband. So kudos to him for sticking around. And I was like, I have this weight and this bloating, and I can't get rid of it. And I was so um upset about it. And I know he just was like, wanted to run from the room. Cause he's just like, like the last thing you talk to a woman about is her weight. <laughs> and the last thing that he wanted to talk to me about was my emotional breakdown over it. Um, and so that leads to things moving into our, um, hormones, right? So our DHEA and our cortisol, that's the rest and relax versus the fight or flight. And when we live in the stress-dominant situation, we're living in a cortisol-dominant situation. 
And that makes it super challenging for the rest of our system to work properly. It starts putting stress on the thyroid. And then we end up with um, insulin resistance and leptin resistance. And leptin's the stop eating, you're full hormone. And so we start hijacking our hormones all over the place. And we have this imbalance. And when you go to sort of a traditional doctor and you're like, something's not right. And they run your labs and they're like, well, you know, everything's really in range and they don't have a lot of tools in their toolbox to help you at this point, because you haven't gotten so far off track that you need a medication. You haven't let things go to the point where you need surgery And this is the time when it's so important to listen to your body because your body is letting you know, hey, we're not working well and I need some support and I can't fill in the gaps for you anymore. Like we've been doing this too long. And so you need to start making some changes. And some of these changes are definitely in the diet and rest because we, we, we operate in this, I only got four hours of sleep last night. I'm such a go-getter. I'm, I'm so in charge of things. And we say, you know, self-care is an indulgence instead of a necessity. And we do fast food because it's convenient and we don't have time because we're racing around. And so when we stop caring for ourselves in this way, out of sometimes out of convenience, out of um, lack of time, out of stress, then we're we're causing ourselves more harm, and we end up in those situations where we are on medication, where we are um, needing to have some type of a surgery, and then the recovery from those is so much harder and so much more expensive than getting to the bottom of what's going on. And so um, we're going to go to a break shortly, but. When we come back, the things that I really want to share with you is, well, how does the dress protocol work? And how long does it take to kind of unravel what I've done to myself? Because I'm still on that journey, and I've been on it for two years um, in this level. And so it takes some time. So we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with host Nancy Kerala. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. Together with her guests, we'll explore C. diff infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Tune in to The Wellness Connection for the latest and most comprehensive information about health and wellness topics. From natural health and green living to regulation, political views, and legislation. Each week, hosts Peter McCarthy and Radia Gleese interview renowned experts who will answer questions and provide the keys to your better health and better life. Listen for The Wellness Connection live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. 
Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Hidden Secrets to Health. To reach our show today, call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at christinacole.com. Now back to Hidden Secrets to Health. Welcome back to Hidden Secrets to Health. This is your host, Christina Cole, functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner and certified health coach. And today I'm doing things a little differently. Instead of interviewing someone else, I'm sharing my own story, my own journey through um how I became a health coach, how I moved on to um, learning about functional medicine, and why I think it's so important to not only share my story, because I think it will resonate with some of you, but also why listening to your body and finding a functional medicine practitioner could really be a life-changing event for you, and why you don't want to wait Please don't wait to have to be on medications or to have surgeries to start giving your body the care that it needs. Um, It's so much more impactful to have these moments where you can really start the healing process and take control of your own health. Um, and, And it's important to look at it from a variety of perspectives, right? So it's not just diet. It's not just exercising. I think a lot of times we do that. We think if I go on XYZ diet, uh, it's worked for so many people. This is this is going to be the answer. Or if I get up at four or five in the morning and I go work out, um, and I am consistent about working out, then I'm going to lose this weight that I want to lose, and um, and that's going to make the difference. But those things can make a difference. <clears throat> Sometimes, when we are already in a place of fatigue or exhaustion. Doing exercise is actually more harmful. And I know a lot of over-exercisers out there that um, have had to scale back and allow their body to heal. And um, it's sort of a little bit of an addiction, right? Because the more I work out, then the, the healthier and stronger I'll be. And I I, I love having strength. I, I really like being able to feel um, that I am capable of doing things and have um, strength in my body and that I could, um, 
go ski for a weekend if I want to, and I can go out and work in the garden and I'm not going to like come in with, you know, all these aches and pains. Although I do to some degree because it's a movement I'm not accustomed to doing, but I, my recovery isn't long. And so I think, you know, having these different movements is really important. And I really wanted to share some of what the DRESS protocol is. So that's something that was honed by Reed Davis. He's the founder of Functional Diagnostic Nutrition, and he's just building this um, tremendous movement of of this functional diagnostic nutrition. So nutrition is a part of it, but none of us, or most of us, are not nutritionists. I think there are some um, nutritionists that have that license um, that are FDNs as well, but a lot of us are not. And so sometimes people get caught up with nutrition as the label, and it is more than nutrition. It is more of that functional perspective. And so stress is the number one causal factor. I think 70 to 80% of all doctor visits are uh, stress-related illnesses. Um, People who experience high anxiety are four to five times more likely to have a fatal heart attack or a stroke, and 50% of all illnesses are caused by stress. So getting a grip on stress, um, you know, it's not that easy. It does. It sounds like, okay, just, just, you know, chill out, don't have stress. But we do have stress. We have stress from our jobs. We have stress from our lifestyles. We have stress. Um, we may have emotional stress. We may have financial stress. And so the key is to start making changes on the things that you can change. And it really becomes a catalyst for the rest of the change that you want to make. So stress is any influence, internal or external, that causes or leads to malfunction. There's mental, emotional, and spiritual, which can be fear, worry, excitement, anxiety, relationship, existential angst, which means that you're sort of sleepwalking through life. You don't feel passionate about anything in particular. You're just sort of going the ropes. Um, you can have lack of lack of intention, um, covertness, negative perceptions, bad attitude. It's amazing how much our own personal thoughts have an impact on our overall health. Um, yesterday, one of the things that FDN does is they have um, different webinars for pros. And we listened to Dr. Um, Nicola Perra speak yesterday and and it was really an awesome awesome talk. She's known as the holistic psychologist and she shared her own story of being a very clinical psychologist and having uh, extreme anxiety herself and having these clients and and having like the traditional talk therapy and not feeling like she was getting to the root that people weren't changing they were just coming in all the time and so that's when she started with the gut brain um, connection. And there really is one. It's not um, woo woo. It is legitimate. And she started adding that into her practice. So I'm going to share some of the things I learned from her yesterday that I think are really important. Um, We can have physical and biomechanical stresses. And when I have clients that have um, some type of a trauma, muscle injuries, um, if intense or prolonged exercise, poor posture, um, if they've been in an accident, if they kind of give me any indication of those things and they haven't sought the care of a physical therapist or a chiropractor, 
I make a recommendation for them to go and get checked out because having that alignment is really important. Um, I personally like using an upper cervical chiropractor because they adjust the top two vertebrae and that really aligns the rest of your vertebrae. So I don't feel like I have to go and get all sorts of different contortions. I just get the one, the one, um, adjustment and it, it changes everything else. And it also opens up the central nervous system. So, you know, you're really opening that blood flow between on your spinal cord and your brain. And I really noticed a big difference using that. Um, we can have chemical, biochemical, or functional problems. And this is really where it comes to functional medicine and having a functional practitioner that's really doing that detective work. So do you have inflammatory foods or additives that are impacting you? Do you have a buildup of pesticides, herbicides, GMOs? Um, are you self-medicating with alcohol, caffeine, or, or um, do you have blood sugar issues? Are you on a lot of um, prescription medications? Do you use recreational drugs? Uh, what's your um, exposure to various chemicals, metals, radiation, um, EMFs? You're going to hear a lot about EMFs, I feel, um, in the next probably year, and that's because of the 5G coming out and um, that it's microwave um, technology. So it has a much greater impact on the human body than um, prior uh, wireless connections. So uh, that's something that I personally am digging into and learning more about. Um, are you on antibiotics or over-the-counter medications? Um, how about, how are your hormones? What's your balance in your hormones? Do you have any parasites, bacteria, fungi, viruses? How's your sleep? Are you doing any type of exercise? Are you doing too much, too little? Um, do you have allergies or an overactive immune system? These are all the things that from a functional medicine perspective as an FDN, we dig into and help you uncover. And we use strategic labs to do that because a lot of us are suffering from some type of a bacterial or a parasite. It's not typically looked at in Western medicine. And, and one of the things with Western medicine that's a challenge is insurance and the requirement for having codes. So you have to have a code to have a stool test. And so there has to be a reason for the doctor to want you to have a stool test. Um, and so a lot of times they don't, they don't have a reason. They don't have that um, request made. And so then you go to an outside source and would have to have that done. And then you can bring that stool test back to your Western practitioner. And hopefully they will look at it. And then you can say like, look, I have this bacterial overgrowth or I have this parasite. Um, as an FDN, I offer options that are from, a, from an herbal base. They typically work really well, and a lot of times they work better than antibiotics because our bodies become adapted and used to antibiotics. And so using an herbal, herbal remedy a lot of times is more successful because we can't really become adapted to herbals. It's really interesting, but it's part of the beauty of mother nature, right? That she provides so many different healing modalities and options for us that we can't mimic through medicine. And we also don't really build up a tolerance to. And so um, it's a lot harder for these microbes to 
combat uh, a strong herb than it is for them to become adapted to uh, an antibiotic, which I find fascinating. I'm not sure why that happens to be, but, but that's how that's how we're all designed. Um, so we can have stress coming at us from mental, emotional. We can have perceived stresses. We can have biomechanical, which are the physical, and then we can have the chemical and biochemical. And these are the hidden stressors that we need to uncover. When we have that combination, it really ends up creating what we call in FDN a metabolic chaos. And that's the cycle that I was talking about earlier. And that it's like, I don't really know if I first had a thyroid problem and then I had a leaky gut problem, or if I had a leaky gut problem and then I had a thyroid problem, or maybe that showed up in somebody as an insulin problem, or maybe um, they're having a lot of brain fog. There's so many different ways it can show up. And so that's why as an FDN, we want to look at the whole picture. We want to know how your hormones are looking. We want to see how your capacity is to detox. We want to see if you do have uh, intestinal permeability. We want to know if you have any bugs. You know, have you got anything happening in your intestinal tract that needs to be escorted out of the system and how to support your um, microbiome to replenish with the good bugs. And so I also want to know, like, are, you, are there inflammatory foods that are impacting you? Do you have food sensitivities? Because sometimes we're eating foods that are quote unquote healthy, but when we actually are ingesting them ourselves, they're not healthy for our body. And that's because everyone is different and the way things impact us are different. And so another thing that I like to look at is how you um, metabolize your food. So one of the things that I think is is fascinating that I never knew about before was for me, when I took this test, it said that I was a slow oxidizer. And what that means is that I shouldn't be eating really heavy foods like dark meats um, and, you know, red meats. I can have some, but I shouldn't have that as my main point of my meal because I'm a slow metabolizer and it just makes me feel full. It takes me a long time to digest it. It's not the nutrients that my body operates on at its best level. I'm much better with, you know, kind of a plant-based carbohydrate um, and a lot of um, light, you know, like white fish and light meat chickens and turkey and, um, you know, having those lighter meals. On the other hand, my husband is a fast oxidizer. And so if I fed him the same type of food that I'm eating, he'll be famished. He'll be hungry. He will feel like he's not getting the nutrients that he needs. So it's, it's really, it's a carving out what is more appropriate for how he should eat and how I should eat instead of trying to make the same thing for both of us. And so there are ways of doing that. So a lot of times if we have a meal, I'll put more of the vegetables on my plate and more of the meat or the healthy fats on his plate, because that is working better for both of our bodies. It doesn't mean that he shouldn't have any plant-based carbohydrates and it doesn't mean that I shouldn't have any meat at all. It just, the ratio needs to be altered based on how our bodies perform and how we break down our food and what's ideal. And I actually noticed that with my kids as well. My son 
will crave having meat, whereas my daughter is completely uninterested. She really doesn't want meat, or if she does, she usually wants lighter meats. And that comes to that intuitive way we eat. And I think that's important because I do think that a lot of times we know what we should be eating, but we go against the grain because that's not what we learned from the latest diet or the latest practitioner that we listen to that we really admire. And they're not giving advice specifically to you. They're giving general advice, which is wonderful. But as being individuals, we do need to have independent advice. We need to know what's happening with us independently so that we can be at our optimum. We want to get back to that homeostasis. We want to feel great. We want to feel joy. We want to have the energy to do the things in life that we want to do. And when we don't have the opportunity or when we're not feeding ourselves appropriately, we, we lack that, right? We're just getting by. We're just hanging out. And I think most of us really want to be showing up. We want to have that um, full cup to keep giving. And when we deplete our cup and don't, then we can't show up for ourselves. We can't show up for our families. We can't show up for our jobs. It's really, um, there are better alternatives. And that's something I feel really, really passionate about sharing with other people. And, and some of the ways that I do that, you know, using affirmations and meditation. And that's some stuff that I really want to talk about uh, in our next segment is sort of some of the mindset um, why going to bed at 10 o'clock and getting up at six is sort of ideal for all of us. Um, why doing some form of exercise is important. So when we get back from the break, we're going to follow up with the rest of the dress protocol and some information about mindset. So we'll be right back. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. The largest syndicated alternative health talk program has come to the Voice America Network. The Dr. Bob Martin Show is the program that will answer your health questions and help you to heal your own body of many different ailments. Each week, you'll hear the answers that Dr. Bob gives to his callers that help them to be their own doctor most of the time. We'll also discuss developments on the health care front and what you need to do to keep your body in top form. The Dr. Bob Martin Show airs Wednesday mornings at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Is your health where you think it should be? If you're like most people, the answer is probably not. Where can you get the answers you need to get on the right track? The answers start on Occupy Health. Each week, host Dr. Susan Downs and her guest experts will answer your questions as well as prepare you for questions you'll want to ask your health provider. You'll want to plan for your optimal health with Occupy Health. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Step by step, you made it through the journey of pregnancy. Now your baby is in your arms and you're on the cusp of a new journey, breastfeeding. As a new parent, you receive a lot of advice. 
much of it conflicting, some of it outdated. Tune into Born to be Breastfed with host Marie Biancuzo to bust through the myths about feeding your baby. Marie and her guests will help you figure out what you can expect and put you on the best and surest path on your breastfeeding journey. Listen every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. You are listening to Hidden Secrets to Health. To reach our show today, call in to one 866 472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at christinacole.com. Now back to Hidden Secrets to Health. Welcome back to Hidden Secrets to Health. This is your host, Christina Cole, functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner and certified health coach. And today I've been sharing my story, um, my story of going on my own healing journal journal journey, um, going through what I consider to be a pivotal stage of when I decided, um, to really listen to my body and listen to my intuition and seek alternative methods of healing. And then I started talking to you more about functional medicine and the dress protocol. And, um, when we left for break, I really started to bring up rest and why rest is important. Um, ideally every hour you go to bed before midnight is like getting two additional hours of, of sleep for your body. So really that, that ideal of going to bed before 10 or by 10 is really critical. This is when your liver is doing its biggest work. And so having that time gives your body the best, uh, rest and relax recovery work that needs to be done. Um, Exercise, I think, is is really key and finding something that you really like doing. So for me, it was a combination of what I like doing and what was accessible for me to do. So I started taking bar class, which is a combination of yoga, Pilates, and ballet. Um, before I had kids, when I was still living in San Diego, and I was sort of brand new, and I... Um, I really enjoyed it. I never did ballet. So for anyone out there thinking that they need to do that, I am not the most flexible person. Um, And I never did ballet. So they're like moving to fifth position. I was like, I have no idea what that, what that's supposed to mean. But after years of going now I do. Um, I also love Pilates and, and, and that's because it does help me with stretching. And I think that's where I have a tendency of leaning. I had my years of going to the gym, of weightlifting, of um, doing circuit training. And that was great for me at that time in my life. But now I really find myself doing exercises that have more to do with stretching. Um, and as we get older, it's kind of a use or lose it. And I turned 46 on Monday. I can't believe it. I don't, I'm not sure about age anymore. I think it's just a state of mind. I have young kids and I have to keep up with them. And um, it's hard to believe that I'm 46. I don't feel like it in my, in my brain, (laughs) but nevertheless I am. And um, so being able to have good movement, I think is important to me. So I take bar class And one of the reasons I chose it is because there was a studio that was really close to my corporate job. They had a 45 minute lunch workout, which was perfect. And it was not an exercise that makes you very sweaty. So I wasn't worried about 
going and having this aggressive workout and then needing to go back into an office. So those are all things that I took into consideration. I've been going to the same studio now for three years and um, I can definitely tell a significant difference in my body. Um, I have diastasis recti and that's where your um, abdominal area is injured from pregnancy. And so that has helped me recover that, that um, sort of consistent pregnancy look that I've talked about in a prior, prior show. And so that's what I do for exercise. I also go um, on walks and I take my kids on walks and I go for dog walks. And I think that's a great form of exercise. And it's also nice to get out in nature and sort of just breathe in. Uh, in Sacramento, you can breathe in a lot of pollen right now. So that's fantastic. But you can just breathe in some of this um, cleaner air and get back to nature. And I think that's really good just for our soul to be out in nature and taking that in. I get to walk by the river, which I really love. And it has to go through some big trees. So it kind of hits the things that I love the most. So that's fantastic. And my kids really enjoy it and get to run around and be crazy. And um, and that's been really good for them too. So it's just we're all kind of getting out in nature and burning a lot of energy. When it comes to stress reduction, there's a lot of different ways to go about that. So we need to work on all the different levels of stress. And that's going back to what's happening biochemically in our body. That's also addressing any biomechanical issues that you're having with your body. And that's when you need to see a massage therapist, uh, a chiropractor, a physical therapist, um, somebody who you know, maybe it's an acupuncturist, but somebody who can help you uh, with the biomechanical. But then there's also what we need to do for our brains and for our emotions. And there are a variety of different things you can do. You can do an exercise that's called Tai Chi, or you can do Qigong. Um, and those are really slow movements. Um, you can do uh, yin yoga, which is holding a position for a longer period of time. Um, you can go out and do just go out and be do farming, like getting your hands in the dirt. That's very um, meditative for people. One of the things that I think is really important and powerful about doing meditation in and of itself is learning how to observe your thoughts. So a lot of times the autopilot is what's happening in our subconscious and, um, According to Dr. LaPera, one of the things that happens is 95% of the time we are operating from our subconscious and we're not even aware of these sort of cycles and patterns that we go into. When you take the opportunity to meditate and be with your thoughts. So I think a lot of times when we think about meditation, we're thinking we're supposed to have a, you know, an empty brain, blank slate, no thoughts. And we're, you know, so then you're stressed out trying to meditate because you're like, I keep thinking, I can't stop my brain. Just start observing what you're thinking without having judgment about your thinking. And that's really, um, this is how you start to uncover some of these patterns. This is how you sort of uncover some of the reasons why what's happening in your subconscious is happening, right? So from ages, from birth to age seven, we're sort of, it's called a theta brainwave. And that's where we're taking everything in. And so things that we're taking in in those years continue to replay throughout our life if we don't address anything that we perceived in that time frame. 
And that's something to go and see, you know, a holistic psychologist or a traditional psychologist about to help work through some of those um, patterns. But the way you can really identify them is through meditation and observing your thoughts. So that's something that I'm personally working on. Um, It's really fascinating to pull yourself away and just recognize thoughts as they come by. And then, you know, and then you can just be quizzical about it. Like, so why am I thinking that? Why do I feel that way? Why am I, you know, judging myself in that way? Or am I judging others in that way? And um, as you do that, you will find that you do relieve a lot of stress and you really start to observe yourself and your interactions from a different perspective. I also think it's really cool to find things that you're passionate about and that are interesting to you and to be sort of a life learner. So instead of going and always just plugging into the TV as a way to relax or plugging into a video game, find some things that you think are really interesting to learn about. So it could be, uh, for me, I'm really fascinated with biodynamic farming and and how that works. Um, I really am interested in herbology and sort of some of these foraging um, things that people do and being able to identify plants and which ones are good for you and which ones aren't and how you can use them. I think that's fascinating. Um, I also use affirmations. So I personally go to a brain coach. That's what I like to call him. And um, he really does dig into what's going on in the subconscious mind. I started going two years ago and it's been absolutely life-changing. Um, it really just uncovers a lot of patterns that are happening. And the affirmations I always kind of thought were a little bit woo-woo, right? Like what is saying these certain things going to do for me? But I will tell you, it does make a big difference. And the reason is, is because our brains don't know the difference between reality and pretend. So when you're saying affirmations, you are implanting that, those thoughts into your subconscious mind. And when you do it with repetition, that you're starting to change the story in your brain, you're starting to change what's happening in your, in your thoughts. And you, uh, obviously with affirmations, you're doing, it's positive talk, right? You're positive talk to yourself. And it does change how you perceive the world and you will start to feel like gifts are coming like out of the sky, out of the, out of the blue, but it's because you're becoming more in tune with yourself. You start to notice opportunities that you might have just passed right by before. One of the tools that the um, holistic psychologist provides on her website, and I encourage you to go and check it out, is called um, uh, Future Journaling. And so, um, let me just see what I, it's future self journaling and it's intentionally creating a new version of yourself. So I'm reading that off of her site. Um, and she says on here, this is not a quick fix. Repetition is key in this practice in order to rewrite the neural pathways. You'll need to commit to doing this for 10 minutes every single day for 30 days. Plan your days accordingly so that you don't skip a day, set an alarm earlier or put a reminder on your phone to do this before bed and keep the journal in a space where it's convenient. So this is something that I learned about just yesterday. And I went to her site and I downloaded this guide that tells you like what to do and how to do it. 
And I'm really curious to see how that's going to change things, right? Because if you're putting a future self picture in your brain and that's what you're striving for and you're telling yourself this is what's going to be, your brain is going to say, okay, this is what's going to be. This is what we're going to do. And you'll find different opportunities rising to the surface. And I think that's one of the key powers of affirmations and of journaling and writing things like this. Another thing I recommend to people is to have a gratitude journal or to have a journal where all the things that you feel like you need to do the next day, you just write them all down so that you can let your brain relax when you go to bed because you're not thinking in the back of your mind, I have these 10, 15 things I need to do tomorrow. You've written them down. You're fine. You don't have to worry about them anymore. It's just take them out of your brain, put them on the side, and then that will give you that freedom. And then we do use supplements. Um, and supplements are for a variety of different reasons. So if you have hormone imbalance, it's going to be used for a period of time to help with um, help get you back in balance. If you have intestinal issues, it's going to be to help um, get your microbiome back in shape. Um, the different uses, you know, you might be low in your vitamin D or your C or, or your, your immunity needs a boost and you need more zinc or you're having allergic reactions to the pollen and you need CoQ10. There are different things and different uses um, and none of them are really designed to be something you take forever but a way to help you get back to a state of homeostasis where your body is able to do these things for itself. Um, we also have, you know, a lack of nutrients in a lot of the foods that we have. And so that's another reason why we supplement is just to help us make sure we're getting all the nutrients our body needs to, to perform. Um, so one of the ways that I utilize this show is I also upload the videos that I make onto YouTube and you can find me at Christina M. Cole on YouTube. And I have an Instagram page, and it is also Christina M. Cole. And I put a lot of different tips on there, but I also share just what I'm doing in my life and with my kids, and I try to make it really fun. And you can always come to see me at christinacole.com. Um, so I hope that you've enjoyed this show. It's certainly been different for me, and I've really enjoyed sharing my story, why I'm so passionate about functional medicine, and the whole practice of health coaching and how much of a difference it makes for, for, for not only for me, but for everyone. So this has been the Hidden Secrets to Health. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you for tuning in to Hidden Secrets to Health. Please join host Christina Cole for another edition of the show next Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until next week, keep an eye on your good health.